Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. I'm your host and coach, Gina Ryan, and I'm so happy to be with you again today as we consider the many ways to bring your mind and body back to its natural peace and calm. We offer a number of ways to help you with your journey, so I hope you're taking advantage of everything that we offer. You can subscribe to this twice-a-week podcast. You can join our free Facebook group. And if you sign up for our newsletter, you'll get more from me and advance notice of things that are coming up. Go to anxietycoachespodcast.com and check all that out. Today we'll be talking about why you might still be having symptoms and sensations, even though you have not been in a feeling of anxiety or a feeling of panic or circling the wormhole as we talk about here. So you might be wondering, why is my body still not responding? And this question came from a group member, a woman who is in the Anxiety Coaches Podcast group coaching monthly membership program. And when I answered it, I realized I need to share this on the podcast because this is very important for everyone to get. And the the sooner you get this, the sooner you will stop worrying about these symptoms and sensations, and then you will be well on your way to coming out and clearing your anxiety and panic. And so I have two points that I made uh, when I responded to this particular group member. You know, I I like to talk about it as if we were walking around with a sharp rock in our shoe. And you've heard me talk about this before. This is an analogy that I, I use over and over again. But we have a sharp rock in our shoe. We're walking around like that for a year. And finally, at one point, someone suggests to us that we may want to take the rock out of our shoe as a way of seeing if anything changed and if it would make any difference. And so our our foot would immediately feel better. We take the rock out and we realize my foot feels better. You almost can't believe it. The foot is feeling better. You've taken the sharp rock out and you think you're well on your way. Like, wow, that was fabulous. And our foot would feel better with the rock gone. Yet the distress, the wound we developed by the painful rock being in our shoe for a year, that distress, that wound would not be gone. We've cleared up the cause. We've cleared up what was driving the wound to develop in the first place. But the wound is still there. The wound will not heal right away, but the foot sure does feel better just from taking the rock out. So we've made progress. We've made a huge step forward and we're totally going in the right direction. 
but we don't want to panic because we still have pain in the foot from the wound. And this is true of our anxiety. Time and patience along with not interpreting the foot pain as dangerous, not interpreting our continued sensations and symptoms as being dangerous. Often what happens is people are coming out, they have been feeling pretty good for a while, and then there are actually some of these leftover symptoms and sensations that were caused just like the wound from the rock in the shoe, but they didn't really notice those before because they were really hyped up with other things, other anxious thoughts, other anxious symptoms or sensations. And now there's these lingering ones. And what happens is there can be in a vulnerable moment, maybe you're overtired, maybe you are hungry, maybe you had a bad day at work or a tough relationship issue or financial issue. The list goes on of what life can throw at us for us to feel vulnerable. And in that moment, you may take that physical sensation that is really just the wound caused by the rock in the shoe. You're going to take that as something dangerous. You may find yourself Googling. You may find yourself asking around for reassurance. Then you, you can notice, ah, I'm doing some anxious behaviors. And when you notice that, just check it. Say, ah, these are anxious behaviors. I remember... Gina talked about that on the uh, episode one time, that these sensations might just be the wound that I've caused by all of those years of anxious thinking and anxious living. You've addressed the issue. You are no longer going down the wormhole. The rock is out of your shoe. And now you need to let it be. You have to realize that it's going to take time and patience, again, along with not interpreting the sensations and symptoms as dangerous. We've addressed the issue. The rock is out of the shoe. You no longer are going down the wormhole. You catch your thoughts. You're meditating. You're actually feeling quite well and more energized. And now it's time to let go or let it be. Just let it be. These lingering things that are happening, you will notice them and you can let them be. You want to let them be there without adding a new story to it. Uh, You know, here we go. There's a million places that we can add to the story. And as our anxiety is, is disappearing, it may be grasping at almost anything to hold on for life. And making a new story out of a lingering sensation is a common place to get trapped and be back in to the old anxious behaviors. The body seriously needs time to catch up to the mind shift that you have recently made. The body will not snap back like a rubber band. Time and acceptance are the healing salves that you need here. The second point that I wanted to make is that if symptoms or sensations move around, we can use this as a sign that perhaps 
It's anxiety and not a dangerous physical ailment that requires immediate attention is at play. As an example, I'm going back to the foot. If we had a broken foot, the pain and the discomfort from that break will not jump from our foot up to our arm and then to our head and then to our shoulder. But anxiety will make those gigantic leaps. If you have broken your foot, that pain will be there. That pain may radiate a bit. That is what pain does. But it is not going to move around from point to point to point. But anxiety does do that. So if you have a symptom, if you have some sensations that are still moving around, you can take those as anxiety first off. Don't even start Googling. Don't need to go out and look for reassurance. Keep in mind that once you have taken the rock out or you have been cleared medically from your pains, let them be. Let, you know, go on with your day. Let them be there. Acknowledge them because, you know, anxiety is looking for attention. And so you have to give it attention, but you don't want to give it anxious attention. You don't want to give it nervous attention. You don't want to feel like, Oh, no, those are words that we don't want to give to our anxiety. We want to say, I see you. I get that you're still here. So I have been medically cleared from whatever. I know I don't have a broken foot and I've taken the rock out of my shoe. And I am going to let you be on the back burner. You can come along with what we're doing today, but I'm not going to be paying much attention to you. And at that point, you can begin to give your body some time. It takes time to heal from years, some people decades of anxious living, living with anxiety, panic, not going back into your parasympathetic nervous system. The body is amazing what it can stand up to. And so you cannot expect that because you've had the aha moments, because you've changed your thinking, and because you have finally begun to live in a way that keeps you a whole block away from the wormhole, you are nowhere near it. But the body needs time. So give it time. Remember that the more you can give it, patience and care, loving care, as you would give to a five-year-old or a four-year-old who had a boo-boo and they really were suffering with it. You would be kind. You would be compassionate. I want you to give that to yourself because when you ignore yourself and push through, you are not entering a state of ease. And We really need to go to the other extreme when we have been suffering for a long time in the state of clenched down, of constriction. We need to relax. We need to understand and relearn what ease feels like so the body can remember to go there. The body can remember and understand we're not in danger. We can relax. So give it time. 
I also want you to give yourself permission to let it take as long as it's going to take. This is a tough one, I know, because we want to have a timeline on things. But this isn't a project for school, or this isn't um, a new job that we're trying to get to, or a house that we're trying to buy. There is no end goal here except to be living moment to moment with ease, with peace, with calm. And you can do that moment by moment and let the body part, let these symptoms and sensations heal as they do. And they will. So you need not to put a timeline on it. Let it take as long as it takes. We all want what we want. But when we accept and we surrender to the wisdom of the body, the mind can calm down and we can really begin to move forward on this healing journey. This doesn't happen overnight and it doesn't happen textbook either. I can't say to you, oh, you've done X, Y, Z. Well, now ABC is going to happen in 10 weeks or five days. It, it just is so individual. We are so complex But even as we are journeying to this place where we're letting our body take time to heal and finally let these symptoms and sensations move out too, we get to live moment by moment, day by day, by practicing our peace and our calm and stringing those days together. We don't need to worry about the future. We don't need to set a date for when We are expecting ourselves to become some figment of our imagination. We want to be who we are. Of course, we have our goals and we have our things that we are working toward. And that's exciting. But we have to drop the expectation that it will happen that it will happen in a certain amount of time, and that it will happen according to our game plan. So here's the way. We set our goals. We set our desire to clear our anxiety panic and to move into a life of ease and calm. We make that goal. We find out what we are needing to tweak or adjust where we want to practice more or learn a new skill. And we do those things and then we drop the outcome. The outcome is not ours. The outcome is dependent on so many different things. We set our mind forward. We make our plan. We gather our tools and we go step by step, day by day, breath by breath living it the best that we can, releasing the tensions and the anxious thinking and the imagination of worry and coming back to the moment with gratitude and compassion and some peace and space for ourselves. Give yourself the gift of time. And when you're struggling, be sure to put your hand on your heart and just say, it's okay. Because it is okay. It's going to take as long as it takes 
and that's perfectly fine. That's it for today's episode. And before I read today's quote, I want to remind you that if you want more than what's offered here and more personal guidance, you might be ready for our group coaching membership program. It's a deeper dive into what you learn here on these episodes. Each month, you'll receive two anxiety clearing skill sheets sent in email. You'll also receive two live group coaching calls, which are recorded in case you can't attend. Those will help guide you through your challenges. And there's also a secret Facebook group for coach and community support every day, all month long. So if you're ready for more, go to anxietycoachespodcast.com slash group dash coaching and join today. I'd love to see you in the group. And now for today's quote. Patience is not just the ability to wait. It's how we behave while we're waiting. And that's from Joyce Meyer. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com. 